The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Let's jazz it up. Let's all get together now. Welcome to the Laura Theodore podcast. You may know me from my popular television show, Jazzy Vegetarian, where I feature easy and delicious vegan recipes, along with tips for living a kinder, plant-based life. Now I invite you to join me here each week, where I'll welcome amazing guests to share upbeat and informative conversations featuring motivational lifestyle advice and nutritional guidance, plus lots of jazzy-licious recipe ideas. It's all served up with sensational music on the side. Music. So let's get talking. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. I am your host, Laura Theodore. Man, we've got a fantastic show with our good friend, Chef Del Shroff. And he is going to be sharing quick and easy plant-based recipes with us today. He's got so many great tips. I can't wait for you to hear this episode. But meanwhile, you, I'm thinking of you. I'm hoping you're happy. I'm hoping you're healthy. And I'm so happy that you're listening to this podcast here today at mindbodyspirit.fm. I do hope you'll listen to us each and every Wednesday. And well, I got to get right to it. I'm so excited. Dell has worked in vegetarian and vegan kitchens since 1989. He has owned a vegan bakery, a vegan personal chef service. He has worked as an executive chef at the Wellness Forum Foods in Columbus for many years. And Chef Del Shroff has written four cookbooks, Forks Over Knives, the cookbook, Better Than Vegan, 101 Favorite Low-Fat Plant-Based Recipes, the China Study Quick and Easy Cookbook, and the China Study Family Cookbook. Del is currently working with the T. Colin Campbell Center for Nutrition Studies as culinary specialist, and he is the host of CNS Kitchen. And I would like to welcome him to the program right now. How are you today, Del? Oh, I'm great, Laura. How are you today? I am good, and I'm always better when I'm speaking with you because we have so much fun together. We do have fun. I enjoy joy being on your podcast. It's, 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 it's really fun. Well, let's just get right to it because a lot of things are happening at CNS Kitchen. And I, I guess just up front, I'd like to talk about the new cooking course coming up and then the fact that now your classes are going to be free. So talk a little bit about that and how people can join. Well, yeah, we're very excited. You know, we're always looking for ways to make our programming better. And we have 6,000-plus members in our our space now. And we just wanted them to have the most access to every kind of tool that we can give them to help them achieve good health. And so we decided that we would take my cooking classes outside of the paid space and into our free space. And the, the exciting thing about that is it'll not only be me, but we're bringing in guest chefs who, um, you know, follow the whole food plant-based no oil kind of diet and, and um, are looking to, you know, grow their audiences. So mm-hmm. uh, we've got Jill Dalton. I don't know if you've heard of her from the whole food sure. plant-based cooking show sure. coming on. So we're excited about that. And um, it's, it's going to be great. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'll be doing maybe one or two classes a month, and then we'll bring in these guest chefs and, 
And um, it's going to be a fun space. Jill's actually going to be on the podcast, on this podcast. So she, she's awesome, and boy, you're awesome. What is the URL? Where do people go so they can learn more and join? cnskitchen.nutritionstudies.org. They'll find us there. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. They'll ask one, one question, and then in they go. So it's, it's pretty cool. That sounds fantastic. Congratulations on that. And uh, I'm just so glad that you're doing that because it is such an important thing to do. And it is very exciting that now we can get your classes for free. I'm excited about that. Thank you very much. I am too. I think it's going to be a, a good thing for everybody. It is. It is. Now, today's subject, I know everybody's waiting, quick and easy plant-based recipes. And you have just the best tips. Even somebody who is a chef, who has been vegan or plant-based for a long time, I am so excited about all the little tips you're going to share with us today. And first, I'd love it if you would share how we can make a really quick homemade veggie stock. Vegetable stock, I think uh, people overthink it, and I, I think what I mean by that is here's how I make veggie stock. So I cook my beans from scratch, right, especially mm-hmm. like my chickpeas and my white beans. That cooking broth is the starter for a lot of my cooking stocks, for my vegetable stocks. Mm. So I save that, and then I can, you can freeze it if you need to. And then I save my vegetable peelings and the, the bottom part of the celery and the skins and potatoes and all of that. Throw those in a bag in the freezer, and then when I have enough, I throw it into a pot with water, and off we go. And let that cook for 45 minutes, and there's your vegetable stock. Now, if you want a little more structured stock, there are three things that I always include in my stock. Um, it's onions and carrots and celery. It's your mirepoix. And that's a good foundation for almost any stock. And then I add in maybe some some fresh thyme or some garlic and um, maybe a bay leaf or something like that. And and then off you go. But then what you want to do, and here's how you save money by making your own vegetable stock, is to by saving those peelings, by using what you already have on hand, you can come up with a, a much better stock than you'll buy in the store. And, of course, at Penny's, on the dollar for the cost. Great idea. So you peel your potatoes, you peel your carrots, you have little leftover ends of different veggies or the ends of the celery that we're not going to use in our salad, and you pop them in a freezer bag, pop them in the freezer, and when you have enough, you make your stock. Is that correct? That's correct. You let it cook for about 45 minutes, and that amount of time, the vegetables have given up all that they've got to offer, and you strain it in the colander, and there's your stock. And you can freeze your stock if you're not going to use it right away, and then have it on hand for when you want it. Great idea. Now, soaking beans. I am guilty myself because often I'm not a real good planner ahead or, and, (laughs) you know, I want to have beans and I take them out of the cans. You know, I try to buy my canned beans on sale, et cetera, et cetera. But you have a little tip for how we can soak our beans quickly, and I was hoping you'd share that. Yeah, it's you know, and it's been around for a while. I, I didn't create it, but it, it really is one that I use frequently um, because it works so well. And that is that you put your beans on you know, with a pot of water, um, pretty cover by three inches, and you bring that to a boil and turn it off and let it sit for an hour. Then you you want to drain off that water because that helps get rid of things like lectins that people are concerned about with beans. Uh, drain off that water, put some fresh water in, and then go ahead and cook as planned. Wow. 
That's good. And make sure with your beans, I, this is a tip that I think is important with people, make sure if you're going to season your beans, you can put your onion and your garlic and your herbs and things like that in right away, but don't put anything acidic into your beans until they're done cooking because it inhibits their, their uh, becoming tender. Great tip. Great tip. Now, I love potatoes. There is no secret to that. I absolutely love potatoes, and I'm pretty sure you love potatoes, too. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, so versatile, so wonderful, cost-effective, et cetera, et cetera. What is your favorite potato to keep on hand and why? It might be a surprise to people, but, you know, I've always had Russia potatoes on hand. Me, too. And I, have you? Are you? Okay, good. Yep. We're on yep. the same page. And it's just because they're, they're, they're versatile. They do so many. And so my potatoes go from everything from a plain baked potato to a cheese sauce that I make um, with potatoes. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just versatile. The, they're cost effective. They're the, the cheapest potato you can buy. I mean, I love red skins and all the others for special things like that. But look at the price difference between them. I can get a 10-pound bag of rusted potatoes sometimes for four ninety nine. Yeah, it's just, the the price difference. It, it makes it just incomparable. You, it, it's it, it's my go to potato for sure. And then I can make my potato soup. I can make my baked potatoes, my cheese sauce, anything that I want to do. I can do with potatoes. It's a good russet potato. I I agree. I mean, I always have russet potatoes on hand. Best baked potato in my mind is the russet potato. It reminds me of being young because I think that's probably the only kind of potato our mother was cooking when we were oh, young. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't cook any of the other potatoes until I started working uh, professionally. Didn't even learn about a redskin potato. I may have had them like buttered potatoes or something like that, but I think it was mostly russets. Exactly. And then, of course, like you, if I want to do a red potato salad or a red potato soup, then I, you know, I keep those. But there's never a time that I don't have a russet potato on hand. And they are so incredibly versatile to do so many things and a wonderful way to add heartiness, so to speak, to any dish or to your dinner. Roasting veggies. I love to roast veggies. And I love to make them tasty. In order to get my husband to eat them, I have to really spice them up. Sure. How do you roast your veggies, keeping them very tasty, but making them oil-free at the same time? Well, the oil-free is the challenge, isn't it? Now, I tell you what, you have to divide your vegetables for roasting into two categories, and that's your starchy and your long-cooking vegetables like your squash and then your potatoes. And then your, your quick cooking vegetables into a non-starchy vegetables into another category. And then you want to par cook your starchy vegetables because it helps them break down enough just to get them ready for seasoning and flavor and all of that. And then you can cook. I, I, a really good friend of mine used to um, um, add, take a little bit of apple juice or apple cider and season it with sage and garlic and just put that in the bottom of the pan and let that cook until it evaporated and it caramelized the, the, uh, the vegetables, right? Mm-hmm. But you can do that with vegetable stock. You can take, and I do it with a mock Italian dressing. So I make an Italian dressing that has applesauce instead of oil, mm-hmm. and it has my lemon juice and my red wine vinegar and my garlic and my um, oregano and parsley and all of that. 
Um, and then I run that in the blender, and then I, I toss my vegetables with that. And, and, Laura, I tell you what, the applesauce does the thing that fat used to do. It helps caramelize because the applesauce, you know, it's a complex sugar, and it breaks down and caramelizes in the oven and makes a wonderful, wonderful um, roasted vegetable. Wow, that sounds your, delicious. It really, really is good. And cut your vegetables all the same size so they cook the same time. And in about 45 minutes, tossing them in, uh, around every 10 minutes or so, and you'll be surprised at how good they turn out. You can add your curry powder or things like that. Your everything bagel seasoning is a fun way to do roasted vegetables. So there's lots of choices for what you can do with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Chili powder is one that I like. Zaytar. Have you ever had zaytar? Yes, yes, zaytar. And a real another good one is a garam masala. Oh, yeah, of course. I do a sweet potato, like a sweet potato fry, almost like a, a sweet potato steak fry with uh, just the garam masala. And I, I do sneak in, I use a little bit of maple syrup instead of the oil to coat yeah. them and to get the garam masala to stick. And it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. Now, I love guacamole. But every time I eat guacamole, <laughs> you know, you can have like one little teaspoon of it and it's like 85 zillion calories so oh, yeah. Y- yeah you know y- you want to eat more but it's like i feel so guilty sure. i know you've got some great tips for making a delicious lower in fat guacamole i have a couple of options for guacamole and it does you don't want to you can i've done it without avocado altogether but i like just a little some of the avocado for that creaminess but I use, um, I, I've used, um, not lima beans, what's the, edamame, mm-hmm. uh, cooked edamame and replaced half of the avocado with that and pureed it with the spices. It's delicious. I've also done it with broccoli, which is, people are like, what? But I've steamed broccoli until it's very tender and mix that with the avocado and then add your, your cumin and your lemon juice and whatever and puree that and, and people don't know the difference. Wow. I have never heard of doing it with broccoli. That's I think they call it broccamole. <laughs> it's the name, I think that's what it is. I love yeah, it. It works really. And then you're getting another serving of vegetables in there, right? Yeah, absolutely. You can also do it with, with cooked white beans with the guacamole in place of sure. the edamame. Yeah. Uh, adds yeah. like a creamy kind of consistency to your guacamole and we're speaking today with the amazing Chef Del Shroff. And if you want to learn more about Chef Del, you can go to his website, Chef Del Shroff, and that's S R O U F E dot com, Chef Del Shroff, after the program today, and learn about all his wonderful books that I mentioned earlier in the program today, and learn more about CNS Kitchen, and just learn more about Del. You'll be happy, happy, happy that you did. <laughs> Now, I am so excited. I saw this recipe and I emailed you and I said, I'm hoping that you would consider sharing this recipe with us today. And I want everybody to know that not only is Chef Dell going to share it on the podcast right now, we're also going to be featuring it on the Jazzy Vegetarian blog today after the program. But it is your delicious Mediterranean vegetable stew. Talk a little bit about that, if you would, please. Well, I, I love, and I think the cooking of the Mediterranean, and that involves everything from Italy and Spain to, you know, Morocco, and then on the Eastern Mediterranean, all the wonderful 
flavors that they use. They they really really do. Um, uh, I think they've mastered flavors in exotic ways that we are just not uh, used to, right? So mm-hmm. I, I love it. And, and you see the unusual combinations of some flavors like cinnamon and coriander and saffron and cilantro and lemon, and, and all of those flavors come together. So um, this stew was just a, a simplified, pared-down uh, version of a, a, a chickpea vegetable stew that I've made in the past. It comes together quickly compared to the long cooking stews that you'll see in a lot of the, the recipes in that part of the world. And yeah. frozen vegetables, like find a, a large chunky vegetable blend. They have like an Italian blend. I think they call them sometimes California blend, but they're larger stew vegetables that you can buy frozen and use those in there. And, and so you save yourself a lot of the chopping. You're going to cut up an onion, you're going to cut up a red bell pepper, and you're going to cut up a little bit of cilantro, and that's going to be it. But, oh, my goodness, it's a good one. Yeah, it is. And once again, everybody, jazzyvegetarian.com, you go to the blog, and you're going to find that recipe along with a photo of the recipe, and you can make it yourself, and it is really easy. And I love all of the different, the spice combination that you used in this is really quite exciting. So that's uh, Chef Del Shroff. You want to check out his website and go to our blog after the program today, and you're going to get that fabulous recipe. Well, it always goes by way too quickly, and I say this every time. I hope you'll continue visiting us and oh. being on the podcast because it's always so wonderful to have you here. Oh, it's wonderful. And by the way, you have fans in CNS Kitchen. They, When I've appeared on your show, they're always posting it into our, our community. So um, we love having you there. We'd love to have you there live, but I know how busy you are. Um, but you're there with us in spirit, and we appreciate your support so much. Thank you so much, and I appreciate your support. And I look forward to doing this again, and I wish you a happy and a healthy and a wonderful spring. The same to you, my friend. Take care. You too. That was the fabulous, the fun, the talented, the fantastic chef. Del Shroff. I want to thank him so much for being on the program today. And if you want that wonderful Mediterranean vegetable stew recipe, you're just going to go to Jazzy Vegetarian and go to our blog and you're going to find the recipe right there. Thank you so much, Del. I do hope you will join us again soon on the Laura Theodore podcast. Well, in Jazzy news this week, well, if you don't know it yet, season 10 of Jazzy Vegetarian is airing all across the nation. Plus, Jazzy Vegetarian earlier seasons do run on the Create channel each and every Sunday and Monday. So you're going to find us somewhere to watch us on television. And uh, you want to go to the Jazzy Vegetarian website and see our videos. You can see some episodes episodes there and get lots and lots and lots of recipes. Oh, it is so much fun. But right now, I know you are waiting for it. It is my recipe of the week, and it is a good one, folks. Of course, it is oil-free, and of course, it features potatoes. We talked about potatoes today, and when you need curry in a hurry, this snazzy, snazzy soup will truly satisfy. This is my lentil veggie curry soup, and this is from Season 10 of Jazzy Vegetarian. You're also going to find this recipe in my new cookbook, Jazzy Vegetarian Lively Vegan Cuisine That's Easy and Delicious. 
delicious. And you're going to find this recipe on the website under Season 10 Recipes. And this lentil veggie curry soup features creamy red lentils combined with butternut squash, carrots, baby potatoes, fire-roasted tomatoes, cabbage, and curry powder. Man, it is so flavorful. It is so easy. All you do is dump it in a pot and cook it. And this is how it goes. You're going to start off with three cups of thinly sliced green cabbage. And you can also use Napa cabbage with this if you like. Then two and a half cups of cubed baby red or white potatoes. Now, if you use the baby red potatoes or the white potatoes, you can leave the peels on. But of course, as Dell and I were just talking about, you can certainly use russet potatoes, but you do want to peel those russet potatoes first before you use them in the soup. That's a great jazzy tip. Then two and a third cups of sliced carrots. Peeling the carrots is optional. Two cups of peeled, seeded, and cubed butternut squash or sweet potatoes. I do use the butternut squash and the sweet potatoes interchangeably in this soup. So if you don't have the butternut squash, you can use the sweet potatoes and vice versa. Then one and a third cups of chopped celery with the leaves, one cup of red lentils sorted and rinsed, one can, 28 ounces of fire roasted diced tomatoes. Now, if you don't have the fire-roasted tomatoes, you can certainly use the regular diced tomatoes, or you can even use those diced tomatoes that are flavored with basil. And you want to have those roasted tomatoes with the juice. And then, of course, this is a curry soup, so two teaspoons of curry powder, a half teaspoon of garlic powder, one large vegan bouillon cube crumbled, and then nine cups of water. Now, of course, you can use veggie stock with this. If you want to make Dell's veggie stock that he talked about early on in the program, you're going to use nine cups of veggie stock, or you can use the aseptic carton of veggie stock as well. So any way you want to go with this is really easy and delicious. All you're going to do is put all the ingredients in a soup pot, bring to the boil over medium-high heat, And once it's boiling, decrease the heat to medium-low, cover and simmer for 50 minutes to one hour, stirring occasionally until the vegetables are tender and the lentils are soft, and oh, it is so, so good. That's the whole thing. You want to serve this piping hot on a chilly night, and it's such a great soup. Once again, you're going to find this recipe, Lentil Veggie Curry Soup, at jazzyvegetarian.com under Season 10 Recipes, and that's Episode 1004 episode 1004. Now, for music this week, I'd like to play a little track, one of my favorites from the Golden Earrings CD that I did with the great late guitarist Joe Beck. Boy, we sure do miss you, Joe. Fantastic. And this is something called When You Speak With Your Eyes. Oh, alone 
jealousy If you but smile for others to see I try to go, you hold the key But please don't set me free So I open my arms To all that I know is madness Darling, you are my love When you speak with your eyes from the Golden Earring CD with Joe Beck, and that's yours truly on vocals. You can actually pick up a copy of that CD at jazzyvegetarian.com. Well, it's been so wonderful being with you here. As always, it's gone by so quickly, and I do hope you'll listen to us every Wednesday at mindbodyspirit.fm. And until next time, be happy, be healthy, and be well. From me, Laura Theodore, a.k.a. the Jazzy Vegetarian. <laughs>